Like Greer, and this is the this is the greatest thing that anybody told me. He said you can't be the superhero. Mm. Emmanuel Johnson, you cannot be the superhero of your ministry. Like people will love you, and students will like will 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 go crazy for you. Yeah, but you can't be the superhero. That's so good. All right, welcome back to the Kingdom Events Podcast. We got a special episode. We're starting a little bit of a series yeah. called How to How to Have Effective Youth Ministry. Youth Ministry Hacks. Yes, That's 101. Youth Ministry 101. And I'm joined by one of my good friends, a senior here at Campbellsville University, mm-hmm. Portland, Tennessee native, <laughs> Emmanuel Johnson. Yes, How sir. are you? Yes, sir. I'm good, man. So, Emmanuel, tell me a little bit about your past few months since since the summer until now. Oh, man. So many big changes. Uh, I guess you're only supposed to make one big decision mm-hmm. in, in, like, a year. I decided to make all of them. Yep, all your at boy once. Is engaged. You know, I got Congrats. a boo-boo for life. I appreciate that, bro. Um, and I retired, and I retired from uh, football, man. Mm-hmm. So that'd probably be the two biggest things, and then obviously, like, Taking a youth pastor position yep. all in one year, so it's just been a roller coaster of emotions and feelings, but it's it's been awesome. Yeah, and I and you're you're someone who reacts to to what God's telling you to do in your life. I think all three of those decisions are not because you wanted to make those decisions or you yeah. felt maybe that it was best for you. It was yeah. because you obviously definitely stepping out on faith. Yeah, for sure. And so you're you're now youth pastor at generation church mm-hmm, and tell mm-hmm. me a little bit did you have a history with generation church or is that just generation they... church actually is like it's been around since i was in high school and before that but i'd only went like one or two times in high school mm-hmm. like i wasn't really trying to have um a church connection if that makes any sense yeah. but they they had been around and they were growing they were um a church plant uh by pastor um, oh that's bad i forgot my pastor's name oh lord <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Brandon Petty, man, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry, I love you. Um, but that's actually a church plan. It started in 2012, so right when I was starting high school. And, okay, um, so a fairly new church. Yeah, they're still trying to figure things out. You're figuring things out. What What have you learned so far? Just in a in a quick little sentence, what What have you learned since you've been at that church? Just maybe about your life and about ministry as a whole. God doesn't change His mind on your calling because of what you've done and where you've been. Hmm. Okay. And man, uh, like he's not he's not phased by anything that we have we have we have taken ourselves or any place that we've been. Like he's not phased by that. And I think sometimes it's easy to forget that. Like oh, yeah. something didn't go the way you might have planned it, and you're like, oh man, like ah, there goes God's plan for me. He's yep. like, what are you talking about? Yeah, man. And so. I I ex- I actually also took a youth position this past week. <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like we're in the same ballpark here. And this is something I told my students the uh, the night I met them. I said, look, this is awesome for us mm-hmm. because, one, you don't know anything I've done. Yeah. And, yeah. two, I don't know anything you've done. Mm-hmm. And, see, I think I think that's one of the key aspects, especially in youth ministry today, is everybody feels like – Everybody feels like they are who who they've always been when they mm-hmm. go into the church building. They're yeah. not who they can can be down the road, but 
but they're always judged on what they've done yeah or what their family's done or their their past experiences and that's something i just want to reiterate to my students mm -hmm. from day one is like whoever you were that's not who you're gonna be yeah i mean that's i feel like that's yeah. the goal as ministers um period man it's like to take people from where they're at mm -hmm. to where god is trying to take them yeah um understanding like constantly preaching like grace and mercy grace and mercy and um like like be who you needed when you were a youth man that's, yeah. that's 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 been my model the whole time just be who you needed as a youth but understand you got to show yourself some grace and grace and mercy as well because mm -hmm. um you're gonna put this standard on yourself you're like if, if i ever fall below this i'm never to be worthy of position first yep. off you've never been worthy right of it, you know what i mean like yep. we're not worthy enough to be used by god yet he still involves us yeah. in in life change and all that so it's like it's truly um an amazing thing but it holds weight. It yeah, definitely it holds weight. But I think you you hit the nail on the head when you talk about when you first go in somewhere, it's just setting that um, that foundation um, that I'm not here to condemn you or judge you, but I'm here to love on you and hold you accountable for things. But, like, um, it's really, really, like, when it comes to youth, like, and you have to understand this when you first get in the game. Cause we're both rooks right now. Yeah. This is rookie year, oh, man. Yeah. Like, just sign your contract. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you're you done with all the uh, – uh, this is like you made it. Yeah. But also you can't look at it as, like, this is a bigger rival. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then, like I said, you're going to put uh, a crazy amount of pressure on yourself. But, like, this is our rookie year. But a kid does not care what you have to say until they know how much you care. Yeah. And that was the, the biggest thing that was reiterated to me over and over again. It's like you building that trust relationship, bro. Yeah. relationship, relationship, relationship. You can prepare a message all day. You can have all these events. But if if a kid doesn't believe that you right. care about them and that you love them, it, it really means nothing. Yeah. So uh, that's so thing. good. And and I think, man, especially today, youth are at the most vulnerable spot. Mm -hmm. And I think for you and I coming in, meeting these students, where they are is going to be the most important thing. And wh what do you think is one of those like key aspects to meeting those students where they are, regardless of what they've done in their life or, or how unworthy they feel? Even though, yes, mm -hmm. we all are, are, are unworthy, yeah. but, man, we, we have to feel worth, you know? Vulnerability, bro. Mm -hmm. You have to be vulnerable. You have to put yourself in a position where you can just be honest with the kid. Because, like, first off, I think I think God gave this crazy ability to children or, or youth, period. To They they can call you out. If you're being fake, oh, they're yeah. going to call you out. Oh, yeah. Stop the cap. They're not mm -hmm. playing with y'all. So if, if you're being fake and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm just this I'm just this perfect person, or, you never, or you're never honest about some of the mistakes that you've made or of the times that you felt um, down and discouraged in those places where you were in a dark place, if you can be honest about those from the get-go, that opens the door for them. It's not going to be like, hey, guys, I'm telling you, um, uh, you guys need to be doing this, you need to be doing this, but you need to be that example. You need yeah. to be... Um, you need to be setting the stage for that. Set that foundation. Like, yeah. why would I tell you anything about you? Like, you just got here. I don't know you. Like you just said, like, you don't know me. Yeah. I don't know what you've done. Mm -hmm. I don't really care what you have to say, Austin Greer. Yeah. That's, it sounds messed up. It's like, that's that's real, bro. That's human nature. So it's like, just just be vulnerable, man. And I was like, that that was very scary for me, especially like, like I kept saying, like, this is rookie year. It's like, oh, you want to. Like and and don't like don't get me twisted. Like it was a church plant, but no, like it's an established church, like yeah. in our community. It's and I can tell just from like the pictures and everything I've oh, saw yeah. about it. Um, I think it's, it's actually came in as the 16th uh, fastest growing church in America. Like wow. like like number 16. So like, like it's a huge accomplishment. 
but it like there was this pressure on me like yeah. I can't let them see that I've ever messed up. I can't I have to be perfect because like the the guy before me uh Preston Owens, he's he's so amazing, bro. And he's like one of those guys that wears mm-hmm. like 10 different hats. He he kind of reminds me like you and Hicks, you know what I mean? Even, yeah. even Caleb, bro, like like y'all can do so many things that um like he just he just understood like he wanted to step away from youth uh youth ministry in that point. Yeah. And now he's our creative director um and and one of our campus pastors. So him making that transition, me coming in, like there was this, um, there's like almost like this passing of the mantle, right? That was kind of intimidating because I'm like, oh, like, yeah, like, he's uh, he's thirty something, you know, he's got more yeah. kids, and everybody that's, probably looks up to right, him. Like, that's that's established in my mind. Like, was there I'm, something? Was there someone that approached you and said, "Hey, man, like, I, I get that you want to be the best. I get that you want to do everything perfect, but oh, yeah. you have to let down your guard." Ooh. Was there, was, was there a moment that clicked? Like, from the very beginning, like, um, they just reiterated over and over again, like, listen, like, be excited to make mistakes because mm. that's where growth is really going to happen. Yeah. Like, this is going to be a stretching season. Like, I'm 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, how many people are, like, seniors in, in college, let alone, like, stepping into a career field that they're studying for? Like, usually, like, you know, you, you get out of college and there's, like, this weird, like, waiting period. But, like, like I'm doing this now. Yeah. And that seems exciting. That seems like a blessing, and it is. Don't get me wrong. But that was, I was like, I don't want none of that. Uh-huh. Like I just, I just want, I just want to play football still, yep. bro. Like I had that. I had that. It was like there was a lot of letting go. So um, I think it was just acknowledging it up front that it's okay to make mistakes, and you're not gonna be who who you have in your head. Like I'm not gonna be um, Emmanuel Johnson year thirty. Yep. That's not gonna happen. Yep. So if you can take that unrealistic um standard that you have in your mind, like don't get lazy or complacent or like just content with everything and like also like pessimistic, oh it just life just happens. Like, right. like don't have any motivation, like like a lack of motivation for yourself, but you have to be honest about where you're at so that you can um understand like growth is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Like God, I'm so excited for the mistakes I'm about to make. I can remember praying that and I was like, that sounds kinda weird if somebody's yeah. listening right now. But no, like I've been excited to and I made mistakes oh, yeah. bro like i'm telling you right and that, now. and that is where you learn the most and i think it's cool cuz our audience is, is mainly 18 to 24 year olds who listen oh, to this good, podcast people? how y'all doing and so what would be your word of advice for anyone saying like i think god is like calling me to youth ministry but i don't know but i i don't know if i'm good enough or you know Coming out of college, what would be your advice to those students that want to take that that step into youth ministry and want to make a difference in a community, but don't know where to start? First off, um, before you make any decision, pray. Yeah, I think a lot of times, even like making this, like I guess like secular decisions, like oh, what college y'all want to go to, or or something that's crazy, like who should I date? Yep, like, we forget to pray. Start off with prayer, man, and um. I think it was a uh, Spurgeon, one of one of one of the guys that we were studying in class, and it kind of like confirmed a lot of things for me. But um, one thing to pay attention to is like these these five things that um, that kind of like God can speak through you mm-hmm. uh, when affirming your call. And it's like first off, He'll give you ability. It didn't say mm-hmm. that you were going to be perfect. It didn't say that you were going to figure everything out. But you will have some type of ability. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, you'll be presented with opportunities to carry out this calling. Yeah. Like, I didn't walk around, like, filling out a bunch of applications, like, oh, man, I'm going to be a youth minister. Doors and open for you. He opened those yeah. doors, and sometimes it felt like he pushed me through them. Hmm. Or like, um, So, like, like you'll be presented with um, opportunity, um, and then you'll see fruit. You will see yeah. some fruit in these things. Um, it's not just you just um, just going out because you just have this firm belief and, like, you're seeing no fruit at all. Like, pay attention to that. Don't get discouraged by it, but, like, like, 
like God, like reassess my heart right yeah. now. Reassess me. That's like, good. Where am I really supposed to be? Like, was this just what I had in mind? What I had uh, planned out for my life? I think a lot of times we get ahead and we always do that. It's just natural. You're yep. gonna plan your life. Um, don't get caught up in it. Don't get. It's not concrete. You don't know what tomorrow holds. Uh, and the next one was um, is like you will uh, pay attention to the the affirmations and the words of encouragement from significant others. Oh yeah, not That's just true. people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not just like going to the comment section of your Instagram post like, hey guys, I want to be a youth pastor. Right. And I was like, actually, you shouldn't do that. But pay attention to those significant others, those mentors that have been pouring into you yeah. uh, spiritually and uh, have been loving on you. Pay attention to close friends, uh, uh, your godly Christian friends. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if they're affirming these things in you. Because I guarantee you, that's what it was for me. It wasn't just like I had this, I was so firm in this in this the belief that I'm going to be a youth minister. I'm going to work with youth. It was people speaking into yep. me that like pulled that out of me. And then, and then I had to accept that for myself. Because I think um, I came to Campbellsville to be like business yep. administration, bro. Like, that's just what you do. Like, I'm not I'm not going for anybody that's in business, bro. But I just picked it because the lady said, you got to pick something. I got to put you in a group. I was <laughs> yeah. like, I thought undecided was a thing. Uh-huh. It wasn't. Not at Campbellsville. <laughs> so they was like, I was like, all right, business. You know what? Money. I don't know what that means. But, I'm just <laughs> but gonna we'll roll, roll with it. it. And then I took macro and micro and was crying every day. But, <laughs> it, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. And it wasn't till church outreach, man. Uh, my, my roommate got plugged into church outreach. So then I decided to get plugged in. And it was that first summer bro yeah working with uh ccc i was i was it was like a three first off i don't know why you take three-year-old to a summer camp that was a crazy experience <laughs> in my life but that moment is when i had a conversation with uh with the youth minister there and yeah. i was like i really do feel called to this and i've never felt that before i never mm-hmm. just like uh i never tried to force that on myself it was so um natural of a thing but that doesn't also mean i just ran with it either yeah i didn't and just i go. think if God's calling you to something, like you were saying, man, that will reappear, reappear. Yes. And that's just that's just that the affirmation and that assurance that God really is calling. And it's yeah. the same thing. Like when I thought I was getting called into youth ministry, mm-hmm. well, it wasn't like I just heard it a still small voice one time and then I was like, Well, I guess I'll I'll roll with it. No, yeah. it was like it kept coming up in conversations and opportunities presented themselves, not even me like asking for the opportunities mm-hmm. which i i think there's a balance between both of those oh yeah just because yeah. you you're not getting opportunities does not mean you're not called to something sure. but i do think that opportunities will present itself if god is truly calling you to something yeah um i think it's just just that trusting too man like it, it, it might not look the way you expect it. he could yeah. call you to youth ministry and you might not necessarily receive a position like don't get caught up in the position right. either any chance you get Get involved in those mm-hmm. things that you uh, like, like, like experiment with them. If you feel like God's calling you to put yourself in a position yeah. to um to get involved, maybe it'd be a small group leader or start off like that. You don't have to get if you have yep. to get paid. <laughs> if, if that's the only reason that you're doing something, that's the only reason that you feel like, oh, it's my calling because I have to receive a check or some type right. of payment. Then you need to reevaluate some yeah. things because if and I'm not saying you just go. And then, and, and like God, like He He will provide. Yeah, He will. That's that's one thing that I realized. Like God will provide for wherever He's yeah. placed you. Um, if God's called you to a place, He's gonna provide provision as well. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Um, but continue to like wrestle with those things. Yeah. Like like offer them up to be prayed for and be like like God, are you are you sure about this? Like like and, and, and yep. where am I supposed to be? Where do you want mm-hmm. me? Not even where I want to be, but where do you want me? And yeah, man, like I said, like I'm in my hometown right now. If I told you in high school I was going to come back to my hometown uh-huh. and first off do any type of ministry, I'm like, bro, all right, miss me with that. You're like, crazy. Like, yeah. why, why would I do that? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, like, so there was a whole other aspect of even going back to my hometown that, like, to not just to step out on faith 
That's, <laughs> that's the Holy Spirit. This man just told that's me a, to turn my phone the, off. The crazy on. thing is my phone is on Do Not Disturb. Nah. No, but that's, that was... It was a double call. It was you, you know how that works? Yeah, it was his boo-boo. She called him. <laughs> uh, you got to answer those. But, like... Like uh, so it's like if I if I told you that I was gonna go to my hometown and and minister, yeah, I would have called you crazy. Um, like I'm like I'm a football player, bro. That's my mm-hmm. thing. I'm doing. I'm training all summer, bro. All <laughs> tra- I wasn't thinking about a church, right? Uh, training all summer, and then then COVID happened, bro. Yeah. Auntie Corona came in and threw everything off. Like I feel like everybody was in a really dark place for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm I'm. I'm kind of glad that quarantine and those things happened. And people are going to like, oh, my God, I can't believe he just said that. No, listen, like, hear me out. Like, it really called out a lot of things that you were holding near and dear yeah. to your heart, bro. And, and I've talked about that with multiple people on this podcast. Idols. Is that things were brought to the surface quickly <laughs> through COVID. And I, I do want to shift it a little bit. We've talked, we've talked a little bit more so to the audience of people who may be considering youth ministry. Mm-hmm. Now let's shift it and let's talk to the people who may be in youth ministry now. Yeah. And I think everybody's going to be experiencing this. This was something we were talking about before we started recording is that mm-hmm. I think the way is is changing. The why is not changing. I think mm-hmm. the way we get our method our methods across, our message across is going to change. Yeah. But the why is not going to change. And when I say that, I mean like students, especially young um, young students, they're changing like every single year, oh, and yeah. it's hard to keep up. And like social media is so um, so it's rising to the top, it's taking over. Like, and I'm not just saying taking over from like a uh, like an observe observant point. I'm saying like mental like health is like big big because of yeah. how social media is playing a role in youth today. Now, when I say that. How do you think your method has, and I mean, we're rookies, like you said, but how do you think the method is changing? Although the message is not, what is the effective method for youth ministry today? I think the effective message is is getting back to the basics, man, as far as like, I don't think much needed to change as much as just like remembering the why. Hmm. You have to remember it because if you don't, then then there's no point. Like that's when burnout happens when you forget your why. Yeah. Burnout doesn't happen because you're you're uh, working super hard or, or mm. you're not feeling that's good. Like like it happens because you forgot your why. Because there is a grind in every season. Yeah. There's always gonna be a grind. Uh ministry is messy. Yeah. Like that's the biggest thing I've learned is like like there's a discouragement factor. Like there's gonna be one student you're gonna pour your entire life into and they're just gonna look at you and be like, All right, whatever, I don't mm. care. And it's gonna hurt. But that doesn't mean that I just give up and I'm done and, and God didn't call me to this and, and maybe I'm in the wrong spot. Like like the the thing that I feel like changes is just um giving 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 children a reason why why Jesus is the answer. Like why mm. why why does it matter to me? Yeah. I think we can get caught up in our in our churchy words and we can get caught up in the way that our youth ministry was ran when we were children. And then we forget that like they're exposed to way more than we yeah. ever were. And I'm saying that like as a twenty one year old dude, man. It's yeah. like even now, like I have, like I'm, I'm, I sound like an old guy. Like so I, the first time I ever got called old was this summer, bro. Like that hit me. And One I of your youth called you. He's like, How, "You're old, EJ." I'm like, "Bro, that hurt me so deep." Uh-huh. But it was just real to understand. Like you, it, it, it is. There is a difference. So uh, now everybody's getting into the like the digital age. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. like it's been happening, but now like a lot of like you say, like quarantine caught out a lot of things that we yeah. might not have been comfortable with. But um, just being flexible, yeah, 
I think you have to be flexible. I think you have to understand that you're not always going to be comfortable either. Like, mm-hmm. like if you're if you're comfortable um, to the point where you're getting complacent, you need to check some things. Yeah. Like, like are, are we really having the effect that we're we're supposed to be having? Like, oh no, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Like, we do the same stuff. Small groups. Yeah. Uh, small groups. Uh, social media engagement. Uh, just reaching them where they're at, man. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that, I, like, some people can look at that and be like, oh, you're conforming to the world. Yeah. I think if you get caught up in in in, in, in the heart behind your methods, you know what I mean? If you're just doing it purely to entertain, you're trying right. to do the, the next big thing, and you're trying to get caught up in gimmicks. Like, I think gimmicks probably hurt more than anything. I though. agree. Like, getting caught up in a gimmick, because then now you've made it harder for your student to have the interaction uh, with with a non-believer at their, at their school, because it's like, now it's not like, why, what are you guys doing at that church? Like, like, why do you believe that you believe? And I was yep. like, why is your pastor acting so stupid? Yep. <laughs> like, why does he do those crazy things? And I, I think everybody can see what you're doing, like in the community, mm-hmm. and and you could you could be the best known church, yeah. but that doesn't mean you're the most effective church, right? And I think that's something very important that we need to always remind ourselves is that I get we want the flashy lights, mm-hmm. we want the most uh, people at our church, we want the biggest numbers, we want all those things, but if lives like ultimately aren't not are not being changed something is not effective oh yeah evaluate all that yeah um so like biggest thing that i could like if i could give you like if mm-hmm. it works in the game is 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 the community that you're building around you you need to build yourself up yeah. with um with 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 good mentors man yep. and just godly community because as soon as you step out on this on this on this branch of like you know what i am a youth minister yeah i want to do ministry Satan gets busy. He's like, I'm yep. going to tear this man down. Yep. And that's not nothing I have to be fearful of. Like, I don't have to have a spirit of fear. Like, people, oh, you're crazy. No, I don't have to have a spirit of fear. Yep. But I do have to pay attention to those attacks. That's I good. do have to, uh, to build myself up. So, like, you have your wife. That's See, that's awesome. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Um, you have your wife now, man. Um, Christian Naylor, uh, Jasmine, like, Shawana Ditto. Like, mm-hmm. like, build yourself up. Like, me and you, bro. Like, like now I'm thinking, like, that was that was the biggest thing that my pastor said. He said you need to build up your community now. Like get those people that they're gonna hold you accountable. Yep. Get those people that you can bounce your ideas off of yep. too, um, and just be able to call you out and like and like pour into you, man. So like get people to pour into you. Um, and that was it. There was another point that I was gonna make, man. And I guess it just, well, while you're thinking, yeah. I got a I got a question. I want to hear your opinion. How how much of effective youth ministry, or just ministry in general? How much of effective ministry do you think is good leadership versus good ministering uh i think it starts with good leadership man. yeah uh, i've been in positions where you haven't had good leadership and that's draining you know that you, you said you think it starts with good leadership i do think okay. it starts with good leadership uh because uh, it, it trickles down like it trickles down from um from your lead pastor and like people hate to say that or oh it sounds like that's making that man more special or that woman more special but it's really but it not. truly does yeah. it, you have to pay attention like so even to have a pastor that's self-aware and understands his dark sides, whether it be yeah. um, attention seeking, he has to he has to be able to call out his weaknesses and have people that hold him accountable. Yeah. Um, and it just carries out like good leadership will take a ministry a long way. Like like God can move in any right. in any aspect. He can move in any place. He can move in yep. any barren land. Correct. But does that mean that we just like oh God's gonna show up and move? We don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. That. That's that's lazy. Yeah, that's that's not that's not actual ministry. Like, there's no grind in that. But um, understanding, like, like I've been put in a great position with great leadership. Like, like I don't have an effect on these students without that leadership. Yeah, without those people, um, like I said, pouring into me, without those people guiding me. Like, 
um, showing me how to handle conflict, things that you wouldn't even think that you would need necessarily or things that you wouldn't um, expect to know. Like there's things that I have no idea about student ministry yet. Yep. And then uh, that only comes from the leaders that I have. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't even thinking like that. Like right. they just they just flip my world upside down. Um, and being being a, a sponge, man. That's being good. a sponge. Like like when you have good leadership and in ministry, you can make waves and not just yeah. splashes. So that even goes back to the gimmick That's thing. Good. I'm tired of like I'm tired of the church making splashes, bro. We can't keep making splashes like, oh, we did this big event. That's good. Boom, bam, boom. No, we're trying to make waves. We want this thing to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just having events and and, and having Bible studies and having uh, uh sermons that, that create this like swinging motion from event to event. Maybe we'll yep. catch some students, maybe we'll catch some students, but having uh, a clinging effect. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just pour into these core group of students and through them, like, they're going to have yep. more of a evangelistic uh, yep. presence than you will. It's not necessarily like, like, like Greer, and this is the, this is the greatest thing that anybody told me, said, you can't be the superhero. Mm. Emmanuel Johnson, you cannot be the superhero of your ministry. Like, people will love you and students will, like, will, will, will go crazy for you. Yeah. But you can't be the superhero. That's so good. The biggest thing you can do. So now you're a leader, right? So now you're talking about like having leadership pouring to you. Think about how you're pouring to other people. Like you're, we're rooks. So that's intimidating to have older people. Like I have people 30 plus and things. And like, I was like intimidated, but I'm like, they're not going to listen to me. They're not going to listen to me. First off, if you put yourself in a position and, and you're pouring into yourself to be a good leader, people will follow you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, it's just, it's just balancing influence and all these other things. But, um, Point out the other heroes in your ministry. Like, put people in positions yeah. to win. Yeah. Don't just set people up. Like, I'm always going to take the fire for anything that happens in my student ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if there's something wrong with a small group leader or a parent, like, like that's going to come back to me. I'm okay with yeah. that. Like, that's the position as a leader. But you also put them in positions to win. Like, if you see a student yeah. standing alone or you see a student, like, you don't have to be the first one to run over there. And it's going to be easy in the, in the beginning of, of your ministry. And I always guy. go back, man someone once gave you that opportunity right like that's so important someone once gave me that opportunity Amen. so who are you to say that that student doesn't de- deserve that same opportunity right. you know what i mean and um like, like i said so if you got small group leaders bro like send them out like hey mm-hmm. there's a student over there uh they've been having a rough day i think you should talk to them and now you've taken that superhero mantle off yourself and you, yeah. didn't, and you didn't set yourself up to be the only one that people can you don't want to be the only one that people can right. turn to like my goal as a youth minister uh, I was talking to some guys and they were like, guess what? You're not going to be invited to all the weddings. You're not going to be um, the one that baptizes everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's a blessing if you're, if you're leading the right way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like raise those people up. Like I, like I have 120 students on average, bro. Dang. Like starting off, yeah. I'm like, yeah, what, the, where's the, give me like three, uh-huh. let me get three and we yeah. can be cool. But no man, <laughs> it's like 120. So I'm told you like I'm stepping into a monster yeah. as a rookie. So I can't have a connect, a personal connection with every single one of those students. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to, then you know what you're going to do? I'm going to grow it down so that I'm able to do that. Yep. And that's not that's not good effective right. ministry anyways. You're now but if you're, if you're equipping one student for the next student, yes. and it's just a trickle effect, man, that's so yeah. good. And I, I want to wrap up, but we, we thank you for being on this episode. And man, I, can't, I, I can't wait to see what God's going to do for your church, for your youth ministry. Yes. Where can some people find you at and your church at and just follow along with this everything like that you're doing? The clout part? This like is the shout clout. Out. Oh, Generation Church on Instagram and uh, generationchurch.me. <laughs> uh, that's our website. Uh, just just 
find us, get plugged in, man. And we're always um, yeah. We cut the podcast before that. Po- no, I'm just get kidding. On my nerves. What's wrong with him? <laughs> no, I love you, bro. No, but thank you for coming on, man. It means a lot, and I can't wait to see who else we get on for this series of effective youth ministry. Man, this is a wrap for this episode of the Kingdom Advance podcast. Until next time, peace. Thank you.